I am your host, The Associate, and today is December 22nd, 2020, and I am here to discuss the NFL Week 16. Segment 1, The Office Pool. This is where I take a money line side for every game on the card. Last week went extremely well for me, and I can only hope that you were able to find success. The office pool picks went 12-4. and four. I missed Miami, Dallas, the New York Jets, and Pittsburgh. But I hit the LA Chargers and Chicago as notable dog picks. This week looked chalky initially. But after further examination, I believe that I have identified some dogs that are ready to bark. Week 16 office pool picks are as follows. New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Arizona. Miami, Cleveland, Kansas City. Indy, Washington, Chicago. Baltimore, Houston, Denver. LA Rams, Philly, Green Bay, and Buffalo. Segment number two, two-team seven-point teasers. I had three teaser plays up on BetSperts, and two of them came through for me. I played the LA Chargers on Thursday night football. I teased the line up to plus 10, and then I took the total down to 46.5 and played the over. It was a good spot for the Chargers, and I was pumped to get them at plus 10. As for the total, I wasn't high on either defense. I expected a lot of points, so teasing down was a no-brainer. I'll admit, when Carr left the game with a groin injury, I was a bit nervous, but it worked out well. The former Oregon Ducks quarterbacks went head-to-head and put up enough points to get over the number. The second teaser I posted was Indy at a pick'em in Kansas City at plus three and a half. I took these numbers on the 13th, one week in advance. Both teams have efficient offenses. They execute and they don't make many mistakes. I didn't have to sweat this one. The third teaser I posted was Tampa Bay plus four and Pittsburgh minus five. I had to sweat out another TB12 comeback, but they got there. But then the Steelers got popped in the mouth by their division rivals on prime time. This one didn't make it and it had wrong side written all over it from the beginning. The last posted play that I had was a split week play. It was late afternoon Sunday, and I was looking to get down on Arizona. I played them at a pick'em, and I looked ahead to Christmas, and I took New Orleans at a pick'em as well. Arizona already got there for me against Philly, and the second half of this teaser, of course, is still pending. Segment three is free. At time of recording, I currently have a single free play available on BetSperts, and this play is Indy plus two and a half minus 105. They're on the road in Pittsburgh. I think that they're the more complete team 
and should be able to execute a balanced attack. I would have liked to have got them at plus three, but I expect them to win the football game. So really, I'm just picking the winner. Remember, most times, you just pick the winner, and they'll cover at a decent clip. And looking at the line now, I am glad that I took the early line because the markets moved on Pittsburgh after that debacle last night in Cincinnati. The line is now Indy plus one and a half. Now, I know there isn't a big difference between the two numbers. You're not talking about the key number of three here. Games land three about 14% of the time, whereas landing one and two occurs just shy of 4% of the time. Segment four, the back door. I've always considered myself an underdog, so naturally, I've always found myself rooting for the dog. When I started chasing numbers, it was no different. I like to analyze the market, anticipate line moves, and seek good numbers. I look back to when I was younger. I used to wake up Sunday morning knowing that I was going to have some plays for the day. I'd spend a couple hours doing research, looking for stats or storylines that supported the side that I liked, and then I'd make a pick. This was a recipe for disaster. One cannot, over the long term, wake up Sunday morning and spend a couple hours doing rapid research before making some plays and expect to be successful over the long run. It's imperative that you get to know the market. And yes, remember, this is a market. It's no different than the real estate market or the New York Stock Exchange. So get to know the market and keep your finger on the pulse. Uh, there are look-ahead lines, bettable lines, 10 days in advance. I suggest you review these lines with regularity. They will give you an idea of where the market is, and you should aim to forecast line moves based on events that have yet to happen. For example, going back to segment three, I took Indy plus two and a half because I like them, first of all, to win the football game. But I knew that if Pittsburgh had a bad showing on primetime, this line would come shorter. And with a bunch of indie support throughout the week, we could see this line come down even more. Now, I understand that this could play out both ways. If Pittsburgh dominated, then this line might have shown up Indy plus three today. And in that scenario, I would get more down on Indy at the key number of three. More on this and closing line value to come on future podcasts, so please remember to check in weekly during the offseason. As always, I appreciate your time. I thank you for your support, and I want to remind you to practice good bankroll management. Thank you for listening, and remember to tell your friends, I bet with the associate.